Yo, we're talking about the KRC Kick Rocks Crew. Yeah, coming from the four row double motherfucking seven. I wake up in the morning and all I wanna do is kick rocks. With the Kick Rocks Crew, when if you're stepping up to me and you don't know what to do, kick Welcome to another edition of Rocks and Stones. He's Rocks. I'm Stones. Why? Because we throw them at everybody. We're not particular here. We attack everyone equally. It's true. Even ourselves. Even ourselves. There's no racism, no bigotry, no homophobia. We just say it like it is. In other words, we're just saying what others are thinking and too afraid to say. However, we're not. We never play the race card here and won't allow it. If you're right, you're right. If you're wrong, you're wrong. It's just that simple. We come to you as real Americans with real concerns. Factually correct, yet politically unconcerned. That's right. It's crazy out there. And I want to lead the day with a question I have. I've got an answer for you. I'm a father, and it really bothers me when they talk about these children being separated from their parents. I can't imagine, as a parent, having my child separated from me like that. And I want to know why the media always talks about the parents being separated from the children. Where are they separating the children? I guess at the border when they come in, they must oh, be breaking away from the oh, parents. Okay. Now I get it. Now I get it. Okay, listen, I've got some statistics for you. Okay. Yes, they do separate children from the parents at the border. Why? Well, first of all, they're not 100% sure that they're parents and children of each other. That's number one. They, they sometimes use children to cross the border that are not their children that are actually wind up being some kind of slave, maybe even sexual trafficking that they're uh, involved in. That's never even thought of something like that. I understand. I wouldn't have either if I didn't look into this. Now, I want you to think about this. In America, we have 2.7 million kids that have parents in prison, at least one parent in a prison. Wow. In America. I can news a lot of people in prison, but I never thought about those kids. So, so there's 2.7 million children that I think we should be a little concerned about. Now I'm concerned about those children. We have 400,000 kids in America that are in foster care. Yes, I didn't even think about all those poor children. They don't even have any parents. I really want to help those kids, I'll tell you what. Then there's almost 800,000 kids that are separated from their parents that are in the military. They don't even know if their parents are ever even coming home. That's scary. That's extremely scary. So why are we going to worry about 2,000 kids that are illegally crossing the border that we don't even know who these kids are, what the deal is? We don't know if they're, the parents are really their parents or not. So concern for them, yes. I, we do have concern for them. However, look at the statistics here. We have almost 800,000 kids separated from their parents that are in the military. They don't know if the parents are ever coming home. This is a little more serious. It is, and now I want to help those children. Those Absolutely. four children need my help. Absolutely, because just like black lives matter, all lives matter. Indeed. All children matter. They do, and the ones at the border matter too, and I want Absolutely. to help those as well, but... I have to help mine, and the ones that come in, we need a system. We you may it. think get a better system. Stones is heartless for the approach that I took on this, but it's not that I was attacking these 2,000 children at the border. The point is, we have American children that need to be taken care of as well, and the media just keeps throwing at us the children at the border that are being separated from their parents. They never talk about these other issues that we just brought up. Yeah, I'm like the when the airplane thing comes down and it says I have to put the mask on myself before my child. Ding ding! I just have, I want to take care of ourselves, and when we're good, yeah, I want right. to take care of everyone and else. I want to take care of everyone else. If these parents, so-called parents, that are crossing the border with these children illegally, if they really cared about their kids, they wouldn't be taking them across the border illegally, would they? Food for thought. Thank you. That helps a lot. I feel a lot better, but now I have a lot of concern for a lot of other children. Do you want to talk about something else I thought about? Yes, please. This, this, this just in. Thank you. You know I have secret sources. Okay. So it just came to one of my sources that may deliver it to me. 
I can't tell you who they are because they're secret. Anyway, they wanted to hear about Barack Obama as our president having no scandals while he was in office. He did very well. Yeah, no scandals. Yeah. He had no, I'll tell you what, do you know what scandals are created from or how, how scandals work? I just hear about them in the news. I guess. There you go, it's the media. <laughs> we didn't rehearse this, folks. You can tell. We didn't rehearse this. It's the truth. It's the media. The media decides if you're going to get a scandal or not. They do. And when a better one comes along that they want to drop the bomb on, they pass on the previous one, they move on to the next one. So Barack was loved by the media, so we never heard about this stuff. So I'm going to tell you. You don't know it, but you're going to know it now because I'm going to tell you. Okay. Barack's DOJ deleted half a million fugitives from background checks for guns. This I did not know. Do you know what that means? That means that a half a million fugitives got guns that wouldn't have gotten them if background checks were allowed to be done on them. Or if President Trump did that, can you imagine? What oh my, God. it would be all over the news. Jimmy crack corn, and I don't care. Give me a break, people. Come on. He released 70,000 felons. Early. Wow. Why did you like that? Do you want them in your neighborhoods? They're out there. His goal was to empty Guantanamo Bay. I remember that. He made sure Iran had nuclear weapons. That's scary. That's they hate us. They chant. Everyone knows what Iran's chant is. It's called Death to America. Yeah. That's how they feel. Why don't we can talk about that and feel about that instead of worrying about fighting amongst ourselves. We have countries that are chanting death to America. Wake up, my friends. They dance in the streets when anything bad happens in America, even if they caused it. We're like a team, and we're not together. We're a big sports team, and we're not together. It'd be so powerful and great if we could just get together. God, it would be. Some more scandals. Some more scandals on Barack Obama that the media won't tell you, but I will. Why? Because I am not afraid. I ain't afraid of Big Jethro. Here we go. He approved, his administration and him approved, 20%, a sale of 20% of America's uranium. Two, come on. Two, come on. You're getting it. You're getting it. Don't say you're Russia. Russia. Oh, Russia. Ah, all, all, they hate Russia. See, we don't rehearse this. We wing it. They it, hate Russia. He probably sold some to Iran, too. I'm not going to knock you on that one. He probably did. I just, that blows my mind. I didn't guess them because the Democrats hate Russia, as you know. Where all we do is Russia investigate. They don't hate Russia, though. They want us to think they hate I Russia. I thought they, they did. Yeah, I know. You would think so. If you're, if you're watching the media, you'd think that they hate Russia. How could you They not? don't. They're colluding with Russia. Hillary did, too. Do you know Hillary just got a new car? I'd love to show you the picture. If I can dig it up, we'll get it on there for you. It's beautiful. It's a broomstick with two brooms on the end of it. It's a double-engine broomstick. Witch of the West. Wicked Witch of the West. Be careful because you'll die if you're one of her cronies that she doesn't like anymore. You know, they mysteriously drop off like flies. We'll be getting to that in a minute. I got more. Barack also formed the senior executive service within the U.S. government in order to run interference on Trump, even while out of office. I mean, while Barack was out of office. He really hates Trump. Yeah, he can't stand him. He can't stand they him. They all hate It's such well, a deep hate. They won't let anything go. and We can't get anything done. This is the thing. Trump is just doing what Barack said couldn't be done. This just in. Thank you. You know I have secret sources. They come flying at me regularly with these things. Here we go. In 24 months, Trump created almost four times more manufacturing jobs than Obama did in eight years. Eight years. Unbelievable, isn't it? That's a lot. I never even heard that before. The media has never told me that. Well, when, when Trump was explaining in his campaign what he was going to do, Obama was... Quoted as saying, what does Trump think he's got? A magic wand that he's going to wave that's going to keep these manufacturing jobs here and get them to come back? Well, I remember when they made that statement about, what, has he got a magic wand? Yeah. You know, another thing that he did is, um, I think he was on Saturday Night Live, which is where he belongs because he's a comedian. And he's he was he was reading uh, 
uh, he had a cell phone. He was pretending that he's reading something that said um, uh, Trump tweeted Barack Obama will go down as one of the worst presidents in U.S. history. And Barack flips the phone down and goes, at least I'll go down as a president in U.S. history. This was before Trump got elected, of course, because everybody thought he's not getting elected. That was uh, said by everybody. I remember. But he did get elected. He did. They, they, they got trumped. Oh, let's do it together. They, they got trumped. Obama added $9 trillion to the national debt. That's almost as much as all presidents combined. Nine trillion. Nine dollars. trillion. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And gave 150 billion of our money to Iran. Come on. We just talked about. Then we owed it to them. All Come those on. children and all that. Owed them. We owe Iran. That's what he said. I wish that the people would have found out about that a lot sooner. Because I remember hearing a small thing about it somewhere. Despite what the media says, Trump has Korea responding in a positive manner, releasing political prisoners, nuclear weapons to a virtual halt. They don't give him any credit for that. They don't. Before that, you'd have thought he would have just been mean to like that little uh, North Korean guy. But no, he's been nothing but cool to that guy. And that guy's pushing the envelope, and Trump's still being cool to him. Trump has initiated the right to try for people that have terminal illnesses. Barack didn't want that. Let me tell you something else that pisses me off. This really gets my goat. You've got Biden out there, biting me Biden, constantly talking about Trump needs to get this gun control thing going. He needs to ban these assault weapons, as though Trump has the magic button to do it. He doesn't. No president does. Now that you think about this for a second, Barack and Biden were in there for eight years, and they didn't get it done. Eight years, and he's been in it since 72. So now all of a sudden, old sleepy Joe wants to get rid of the guns, and he's been in there since 1972. I was three years old, and he's been in there that long, and he's got nothing done. And he was vice president for eight years, got nothing done, and now he's out there talking this, and he's like... Uh, no, it's, I cannot believe he's the front runner. Mind blowing. There's no way you can't get a better guy up against Trump than Sleepy Joe, but that's what you're going to get. There, there is no Democrat that can come up against Trump. The, the man is an intellectual genius. I asked somebody recently that doesn't like Trump. I asked her, why don't you like Trump? And you know what she said to me? He's stupid. I said, my God. That's your reason for not liking him. You think he's stupid. And she goes, yeah, he's stupid. I said, okay, then explain to me how the man is worth billions of dollars and has got himself elected to the presidency of the United States. You can't be stupid in the kind of TV shows he produced and wrote. That's right. He was on. I mean, come on. That's no. He is not stupid. He is extremely intelligent. And this is why I'm going to make it official right now. Rocks and stones. Rocks and stones. We are endorsing Trump 2020. We will be devoting a lot of shows to endorsing Trump for 2020. We don't want to lose this. We are going to help get President Trump elected, and you are going to help us, because we all want the same thing, to keep America great again. It's a simple concept. We have to get together, my friends. Please. Yes, here's an interesting statistic. The economic growth under Trump 4.2% growth in the second quarter of 2018. For the first time in more than a decade, growth is projected to exceed 3% over the calendar year. The, the media never tells me this kind of thing. Four million new jobs have been created since the election. I never hear anything about jobs. And more than 3.5 million since Trump took office. It just blows my mind. They used to talk about jobs all the time in the news, and now you just hear nothing about it because it's doing so well. <laughs> More Americans are employed now than ever before in our entire history. I did not know that. I've done my research. Well, I haven't done it all. I've got secret sources. You have to dig this stuff up because they're not telling us this. It's like they want to divide us. Unemplo unemployment claims are at a 50-year low. 
You know what that means. People that are claiming unemployment is down. It's, there's just so many jobs. It's a place to be. Thought. Everybody wants to come to America. And we, again, we need to help. We need to fix ourselves. We need to focus on ourselves. We need to take care of ourselves. We need to all be together as Americans. Now, I'm not big on this word African-American. I think that um, there just should be Americans or, you know, Jesus, you know, I remember it was that wanted to be called Negroes and they wanted to be called coloreds and they wanted to be called black and they wanted to be called African-American. Just make up your mind. If you think I'm wrong, you've got the United Negro College Fund. You've got Black History Month. You've got the National Association of Colored Persons. Come on, just decide. I'm going to stick with black for myself. Okay, blacks, Hispanics, and Asian Americans, there we go with that again, Asians, unemployment rates have recently reached record lows. For sure. It's never been a better time to be any uh, any of those, no. many people like that, because no. it's a great it's, time. We're all recognizing that we all should be Americans together. Sure, this. So I'm just going to say this. We're Americans. If you're living here in America and you're here legally, you're an American. Super. And the minute you can be an immigrant, as soon as you get your citizenship here, you're an American. My, best my father like was born in Sicily. I don't call myself Italian-American. My best friend does that. He comes in and Hiro helps me do a bunch of things, and he's from his place, and he went through all the paperwork and did all the stuff, and it's insulting when the other people just get everything, and he had to work so hard. He spends right. a bunch of money, and he's a very hardworking man. Let's give it One to a, a big root for the women. Woo, woo, woo for the women. Big root. Never better time to be a woman. Unemployment for women recently hit its lowest rate in nearly 65 years I under Trump. Under Trump. Youth unemployment reached its lowest level in more than 50 years. Under Trump. Under Trump. You wonder why we're endorsing him? These are all things Barack said couldn't be done. Magic wand. I don't like to beat a horse too much, but you know what? That was one hell of a Trojan horse put on us. As Clint Eastwood said, this is the biggest hoax perpetrated on the American people the Barack Obama presidency. And I like Clint. Time Do you now. feel lucky, punk? Do you? Do you? We gotta get together on this. We really do, as Americans. We gotta stop. Here's a good one. Veterans unemployment recently hit its lowest level in nearly two decades. Never knew that. Me has not mentioned that. To no, me. they don't want to tell us that. They don't want to tell us anything. They put the little girl on TV crying that she, at, at the border, she misses her daddy. Where's her daddy? And But they don't talk about the person who raped the nine-year-old girl that got in across the border. They don't talk about that. They don't want you to hear that. But they show you the little girl crying at the border. Daddy, where's my daddy? I miss my daddy. Look, I feel bad for this little girl, too. I did. Now I feel bad for the uh, things you mentioned about the people in prison and those poor kids and the, the parents in the military and those poor kids. I feel bad for them now. Yes. You know, I don't. you can go anywhere in the world and you're going to find some suffering that you're going to feel bad about. Yes. And don't get me wrong. I'm not heartless. I feel yes. for these people at the border that are going through this. However, keep in mind, they bring it on themselves. You cannot break the law and then not deal with the consequences. We didn't go and get them and bring them here. That is a good point. Now, they came and traveled and trekked along knowing. And again, we should have a system for those people. Hey, when you get they here, you, you go. go well. You go through like a schooling nope. system. All right, here's how we treat people. We're all going to be Americans together now. Let me We're going to take something. care of each other. You should have that, some kind of Children thing. will follow their parents through the flames of hell. Because they're loyal. It's un... Um, how do you say this? It's totally... Their, their love is un, unquestionable. They, they're just... It's total devotion. Absolutely. Children will do whatever their parents say. If their parents say, we're going in the bank and stealing money, the kids will follow along with them. Now, once they reach a certain age, they won't. But when they're little, six years old, eight years old, they'll do whatever the parents want them to do. You want to cross the border illegally? They'll do it. They get, you, you notice you're not dealing with, um, I'm not seeing like teenage kids and seeing all these little kids where the, where the problems are happening. Because I think as they get a little older, they're going, no, you know what? 
it's kind of illegal to cross the border. I'm not going to do that. Might get in some trouble here. It just also makes them, the way they portray it, those kids and all those people at the border will hate it here. Unconditional. It's like we treat them really bad. Yes. They got here and then we treated them really bad. Are they going to come into the country and be nice? You got They're, it. They wouldn't. Who would be? They've had hard lives and now they get here and we're shitty to them. And now they come into our society. Are they going to be helpful and productive? Do you want them in your school, school with your kids? No, you And don't. at your store with you? No, you don't. I'll handle it. Come at my store. They're in my store. I deal with it. I live in the real world. Unconditional love. That's the word that escaped me. That's what I was and they do have Children have unconditional love. Love children. I want to take care yes. and help them all. And when those kids get here, they shouldn't be treated so poorly. I want them to have a good impression of oh, us. Oh, absolutely. I, I, want absolutely. Them, I want them It to breaks alone. my heart to see that little girl cry. I don't I would, want to see that. No, if I were there, I would do my best to help her. I feel bad for that. Sure. But we have to understand that we have a lot of children in America that are suffering, that are legitimately here in America. And I want to help the world, but look, <clears> you, <throat> charity starts at the home. You've heard the old saying, charity starts at the home. If you haven't taken care of your children, and we haven't, if we've got 2.7 million kids that have a parent in prison, if we've got 400,000 kids that are in foster care, if we've got almost 800,000 kids separated from their parents that are in the military, then we're not taking care of our kids at home yet. No. So not, therefore, we can't be worried about other children. As sad as it is, we can't. We, so as soon as we get our shit together here, and we can hit every Martin Luther King Boulevard with a bunch of money and get all those children Feeling good and happy, and taking care of all of our people. You know what he means by that? Yeah, because the, the black children are We're talking about are, need some. That's right. Better school. Where did Martin Luther King march? Did he march in the rich neighborhoods? The, no, in no. The swimming pools in the neighborhood, and just an influx of money would really help those people. I want to help those people. They're Americans. They're us. And then when we have our stuff together, we can help all those other children. That's right. But how can we if help you, them if we can't think even about take it. care of our own If America kids, had its shit together, then we could do more for the world. The fact that we don't speaks volumes on many levels, many disturbing levels. Yeah, and again, the Democrats who keep saying they're, they're the people for those people sure don't act like it. They just pull those people out when they need them and parade them around. They don't really take care of them. That's right. Take care. Like right back to Biden. Since 72, you've been in office. What have you done? You've done nothing since 72 about any of this stuff. I'm curious if they've confiscated his panel van yet. Uh, no. Just He's kidding. got a plethora of them. I've got a garage of them. You know, another All stuff that's going to come out about him. And that's your front runner? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not them. I'm glad I'm not. Anybody who's supporting this man, I'm glad I'm not. You know, the median household income in America has risen to over $61,000, and that was in 2017. Wow. That's nice. That is. That's amazing. Pay paychecks rose by 3.3% between 2016 and 2017. I did not know that. No, this was just because Trump was being announced that he was going to be the president. Crazy. This is amazing. Absolutely amazing. What else have you got? What else I, is he doing? He's they're not telling me Investment about? is flooding back into the United States due to the tax cuts. Over $450 billion has already poured back into the U.S. I didn't know that. And they all used to talk about all that, and they haven't mentioned it. Including more than $300 billion in the first quarter of 2018. Mainstream media has not mentioned that to me. They don't want to. The Dow has hit highs 70 times. 70 times the Dow has hit highs. In 2017 alone. That's the most ever recorded in a single year, folks. They never say that. 70 times. Whoa. Think if Trump would have been friendly to the media. You oh. might have heard about that. Can you imagine if he had a friendlier side to him where he would have went out and come out and went, Hey, Joe, can I get your question? It was actually nice to the media. They might have been treated. You might have heard this, but he did not do no, that. That's no, for sure. No, no. They wait, do wait, hate wait, his wait, guts. Wait, wait, they do hate his guts, but not all of them. Rocks, he did start out being nice to them. 
it's they attacked him and attacked he, he him. just responded to it. They made a it. big joke. The, out the of difference them. is that's what it was. You know, it's kind of like when you're when you go into a bar and they got that big bad bouncer in there. Do you want to go and mess with that dude? I don't think so. And this is what they did with Trump. They went and messed with him, and intellectually, he is far superior than they are. So he's made them look like dipshits. I would have done the same thing. I remember sure. all the way they were like making fun of saying his small hands, and just the late nights had a field day with making fun of him. And I understand it. I like to make fun and have to do jokes, but there's a respect level, though. And they they crossed the line, and now they pay for it. And now we unfortunately all seem to pay for it. Hey, um, what was best for our country? I want us all to get together. Secret sources just slipped this into me. Are, are you a basketball fan? I do fantasy basketball. Do you like LeBron James? No, I had him and he's... I don't like LeBron anymore. Good. Tell me why. I don't like LeBron because I had him on my team and he did, not very, did very poorly for me last year. Not a LeBron fan. Had him on your team. My fantasy basketball team. Oh, I got a better reason for not liking him. Let's lay it on me. Okay. LeBron James thinks that Donald Trump is dumb. He would rather sit down and have a conversation with Barack Obama than Donald Trump. Of course he would. You know, th this is the thing. He has no idea what he's talking about. Under Trump's administration... LeBron's people, because this is LeBron's words, he likes to call the black people his people. Under Barack Obama, there were so many unemployed and in all kinds of disarray. He did not a lot. Since Trump has taken over the presidency, unemployment among blacks has dropped. Employment among blacks has risen. Come on, King LeBron. Trump is... Um, instrumental in getting a lot of blacks released from prison that shouldn't be there for the amount of time. I can't believe they there. paint him as a racist because yeah. he's so not a racist. Not at I all. I love when I see black black comedians say, uh, he's, he's like, like 50th or below. Or below. You give me yeah, a list of racists, they'll be like, I'll write some racist for you. And then Trump would be like, well, he's way down on the list of racist people. Obama is... Uh, LeBron's buddy, and in addition to being the worst at foreign affairs for a president, he was our worst commander-in-chief. His economic numbers deserve an F. He's the only eight-year president who failed to give us at least 3% or higher per year of adjusted gross domestic product growth. Every other president achieved at least one year of 4.28% or higher growth. Boo. But he's a big basketball fan. I know that. Oh, and that's why he loves LeBron, because it's King LeBron. He's a great person, probably the best basketball player out there right now. One of yes, the but LeBron really, if you had, listen, the guy is wealthy for one reason. He can play basketball. And they pay way too much. We all know this, for, for their athletes. If it weren't for basketball, do you know what LeBron would be doing? It's coming to you. Come on, think. Think. It's in the chin. He'd be working in the gym. Pushing a broom. They call it a janitor. We're not politically correct here. We're just accurate. We're giving you the facts. I think maybe he'd get a bouncer job then more than a janitor or something. He's very... Well, like that's really a, a, above a, a janitor. There's nothing wrong with a janitor. There's nothing wrong with it. That's right. It's just what he would be. I'm not knocking janitors. There there's some intelligent people that are it's janitors. Just the, it's good just people. I'm just saying, LeBron, LeBron all the president dumb when, yes, like you said, LeBron would not be making the money he's that's making. That's right, and having all that if it wasn't for just if, because we yes. pay these athletes way too much money. Are you kidding me? We just talked about all these kids. You want to help those kids at the border? Let's stop paying the athletes and all these people the money. And let's not stop there. Who's paying those athletes? Why do they have that much money? Are they getting it from us watching that sports and stuff? Because if they are, they're the ones that need to be helping all these people. If they have enough money to pay LeBron, who's paying LeBron? How often do you see him go on? That's just nuts. You complain about you want to take care of these kids at the border, and you watch these people sign these contracts. And am I going to get to talk? God, you've talked too fucking much as it is. <laughs> They, they call my mouth 7-Eleven because it never shuts. Now you know. You heard it here. 
get it together. Let's all get together. It just seems common sense. They're going to look back at these times, but what were these people doing? Paying these people, these athletes and movie stars, this money goes so many places and doesn't take care of the simple things, each other, each other, the love. Come on. Where's the love? And, and I don't like finger pointing, and you're going to say, but you just did with Obama. Only in response to what's going on, not because I like the finger point. These celebrities like LeBron James really need to stop the finger pointing. You know, it's just, it's a um, extension and continuation of racism, and they like that. They like that. They want to push this white supremacy crap. Yeah, news for you. There is no white supremacy going on. It hasn't been for a long time. We've grown past it. Quit using it as a crutch. Quit using racism and white supremacy. And you keep coming up with these old terms. And I don't mean all of you, but some just keep coming up with these and just recycling it into hatred. And it's just time to let it go. I don't look at anybody that's a different race from me and think any different of them. It's up to them how I'm going to think of them. It's their, it's their choice. If they act nice, they get treated nice. If they act like an asshole, then they get treated like an asshole. If they act like an idiot, they get treated like an idiot. I wish you could tell by someone's color if they were an asshole or a shitty yeah, you can. But you can't. Let me tell you. I work for tips my whole life. You can't tell by someone's color. That's just the way it is. No, you can't tell how they're going to tip. The one that you think isn't going to leave you a tip might leave two, three hundred dollars. Right. You can't tell by someone's color. You just show respect to everybody. It's easy. And I remember when I was like five years old, my mom had taken me to the park and the whole family. But I was playing in the sandbox and this little kid came up and asked if um, and he, he was playing in the sandbox. Do you want to come over? You can play with me. I've got all these little shovels and things to play in the sand with. He goes, well, you better go ask your mom. And I went, okay. And I went over to my mom and I said, can that kid play with me? And she said, yeah. So I went back and we're playing. Guess what? Come on, you know it. He was black. That's right. I didn't think nothing of it. It no, doesn't matter to me. You? you know, you're friendly, you're friendly. I remember we belonged to a private swim club in Chicago. Um, you had to pay a membership fee. It was only open for three months because you only get two months of summer and then a little past that for swim time. In any event, we go to the swim club. It's called Brentwood. And, um, of course it is. It was all white people that belonged there. It but it wasn't anything that I, I wasn't aware of any problem. So we bring our friend, my brother's friend, Jerry, with us. And Jerry's black. And we pay his fee to bring a guest in. And all of these people give my mom and dad dirty looks, and they're coming up and whispering, and obviously they were telling them off. And I was only like six years old or something at the time, I, so I was feeling really uncomfortable. And I didn't know why. I just know I felt this big. And um, they, they got up and left. People were leaving. All of a sudden, the pool was like empty. There was my family and a few other people. And I was like, well, this is great. We should bring Jerry everywhere. <laughs> Everybody's going to leave and give us the whole pool. This is wonderful. And we had a great time once all the drama stopped. But we just never thought that way. We weren't raised to think uh, any race It was bad, all those assholes in the 50s, 60s, and shit yeah. that caused the problems we're having now. They should have treated, they should have treated black people like people, those assholes that said all men are created equal and then had slaves are the problem. How do you write that on your money? All men are created equal and then have a slave when he's a man. What is wrong with you? Are you kidding me? That's, uh, that's just mind-blowing. No, you got to keep in mind the, where the slaves came from and how it, how it worked out. They were um, slaves in Africa, and the kings there of the tribes were abusing them horribly and then sold them off, traded them over to other but countries. Slaves, of all before, slaves have been going on forever. That's right. But, and it's not just the black race that's had to deal with slavery all races really oh, yeah. have been there. There's other races that have gotten a lot Jewish worse. people went yeah, through. Yeah, a lot of slaves. Want to talk history. You know, if you've got to let it go, at it's some point you've got to let it go. We're getting smarter. Look, we're getting smarter. We're getting more love. I getting broke together. my toe pulling a 45-pound weight off of the, the bar to put on the machine, and it slipped out of my hands and cut down on my big toe like a guillotine like right on the cuticle. Five years ago. And I've had to deal with the pain, but do I dwell on it? No, sir. Mm -mm. 
I get over it. Let's get over it. Racism you is a toe, get over the problem. It. You're taught at a young age this white and black. And black kids are taught, too, that you're not supposed to like white kids. And the same thing. And I had the same experience like he had where I had a black friend as when I was a little boy. Why wouldn't I? And then you bring him home and you have an experience where someone's like, oh, we have to wash that cup because why? Because Lonnie drank out of it. Like, what did he yeah. care? And you know something else? I never had a lot of black thing. friends that still do, and I've never called them my black friends. It's it's just look. You can say about that same thing if I have a few Muslim friends. If yeah. I say that's my Muslim friend, oh, you're racist because you call them a Muslim friend. Yeah. Oh, the, whatever. The, it's, the it's, thing it's, is, it's a religion. I don't care. It's I, I use the word because that's what they wanted. When they wanted to be called Negroes, I called them Negroes. Let when they wanted to be called colored, I called them colors. I have three. I have a lot of cats, but three of them are black. And when I bring them in for a summer, will run in. I say, oh, is the sun too hot on your black body? Is that racist? She has a black body. The gray one comes in. I say, is the sun too hot on your gray body? i just Ooh. describing them by the color of their bodies when my cats come in. And I love that. I love my little black baby cat. Descriptions it's just a description. don't mean racist. That's right. Okay. Look, I'm not very tall. So when people say that extremely good-looking guy that's not very tall, he's kind of short, but he's extremely good looking with brown hair and green eyes. I know they mean me. <laughs> Come on. It's just a description. And I really don't like to put titles on on people. Um, but sometimes in order to get the point across, you have to. We all have to work on it. We all have to work on but loving each other. Not truthfully, the skin color. Is I would drop it. Like a hot potato if everybody else would. Yep. It's all how you treat people. It's all kindness. I judge people on how nice you are, how kind you are. Yeah. I love nice people. I love nice people. I hate the mean, nasty people. But I love the nice people. I genuinely love them. I'm glad I'm not a friend of Hillary Clinton's. It seems like everybody who's a friend of hers commits suicide. Whoa. Even in a federal prison. How the hell do you commit suicide when you're being watched... Night and day, minute by minute, you're being huh. suicide watch. Doesn't mean you watch them commit suicide. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It means you watch them so they don't commit suicide. Yeah, can you imagine what that guy must have known? The secrets that went down with him having yeah. a private island where you can imagine being. You can't. You can't even imagine. The stuff he must know. You could have gone there and done things and taken pills and fooled around with all these young European girls. And then as soon as you're done, you're like, oh, my God, nobody can know about this. And he's like, I won't tell. This is, yeah, this is just he didn't tell. disgusting. Um, oh, I, you know, I respect crazy. everyone's opinion, especially when it coincides with mine. But that's true. this is just disgusting that they would do this to these young girls and I guess young boys too. And they said to all them know about it all this long. We're just learning about this private island and all the antics that went on. But people have known a long time. Rumor has it. Rumor has it. Hillary was there visiting young girls as, to, as well. If any one of those people went to the island, you oh, you already see they're trying to go, did you go to the island? Did you go to the island? Oh, man, those people were sweating it when that guy went to jail. And then someone came and visited him. They get rid of the, they get rid of the roommate, and then all of a sudden someone comes in and closes the door. You know what's coming, and that guy went, yes, I do. <laughs> he knew. You play that game and stuff. It's way out of our league. Just because you fell on your ass doesn't mean you have to stay there. Think about that. You know, it's, uh, it's time to move along with the racism crap. Please, let's move on. Let's all move on with that. Let's just, again, it's just a waste of your time and energy when it could be used to do something else, some more love. Yeah. Let's take care of each other. Let's go out and buy a smart car. Smart TV. It's, it's half a gremlin. Half a gremlin. Looks like a Yugo bonnet. Let's just show some love, my friends. We have yeah. so many bigger problems, and we have all these countries hating America. We've got to get together. We can't interfight with each other. We're like a big family at Thanksgiving. And we're all a mixed family. That was the beauty of our country. You go to these other countries and they're all Japanese. They're all Chinese. They're all one thing. What's the neat part of us is we are a melting pot. We are a bunch of races. And we've made it work for so long. Races, not racist. We're not a bunch of races getting along. We're mixing. You're coming here and everyone's being themselves instead of we're one melting pot. We need to get together. Because people hate us. They hate our little no, melting pot. I, I'm can't gonna, fight. I'm going to talk a little bit about this Muslim stuff. 
Look, all of you Muslims who moved to America, you know how America is. You know that we cherish dogs, that we eat pork. You, you know the things about our country. You know our religions. Fourth of July. Why would you come here if you don't like those things, if you hate them so much that you want us to change them? We're not going to change them for you. And what you're going to find out is in America, as much as this neighbor may hate that neighbor, in America, those two neighbors that hate each other will join forces and unite against anyone trying to come and take over this country. That's true. So you've been warned. It, it isn't going to work. You know, I see you're doing it over in Europe. Uh, you, you're doing a, quite a bit in Ireland, quite a bit in England, and you're trying to infiltrate America. You're welcome to come here as long as you can abide by our rules, our laws, our holidays, our way of life. If you can't, don't get in my way. I say I have a few Muslim friends. That's fine. They don't. They don't. They're both they don't have, they, yeah, they they don't don't have bother like that. Exactly. Like you said, how we eat or what we do, they come in and assimilate, and, and they get they poor, poor people have to deal with. Uh oh, the ones that don't give them a bad name. But you've got some Muslims here that don't want this neighborhood to have any dogs in it because they don't like dogs. You don't have to like dogs, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to have a dog. You don't have to eat pork, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to have my bacon. That's right. I don't eat pork, but I don't tell other people not to eat pork. They can do whatever the heck you, they want to. You don't eat pork? Uh, I, no, usually. I love bacon. Extra crisp. I don't take bacon, extra crisp, and mayonnaise and pile it on that bacon. Make That's a sandwich for me. The only thing missing is the cheese, and I can get it to stay on bacon. You have these, everyone hating us, hating each other over our skin color, and now you have each other hating each other over religion. That's not good. That's a lot of hate going on. We need more love going on. No, and he's an Indian with long hair. Show him that hair. I'm Cherokee Indian. I don't bring Show that up and play that card a lot. Look at that's this. the only reason I can still he's throw a that hair. And I get along with him. See? Yeah, that's true. We've bartended together. I don't play my Cherokee Maybe Indian hey, card all the time. You've been a bartender. I've been a bartender. Maybe we should run for the Senate. I like that. I would take care it seems of you to be that that's, I would take care of you people. I'll, yeah. We will take care if of you. If that's the only qualification, I guarantee you that I'm a better bartender than that Cortez woman is. Uh, let's have a little contest. Yeah. Let's shake we'll it, We'll change baby. kegs. We'll get ice. We'll yeah. get drinks. We'll open beer. He can carry two kegs. Up. It'll be a great contest. At the same time, I can drag one. So let's do it, people. Let's get together. Let's stop all this inner bickering. Let's, I don't know why they keep pitting us to, against each other. No, that brings us to the squad again. You know, this is unbelievable. First of all, they've just destroyed the Democratic Party because they've made the fools out of themselves, which is making fools out of the Democratic Party because the only thing that you're hearing about is these four women that call themselves four women of color. This really bothers me. Why can't you just be four women with this opinion that you have and put your opinion out there and let it tread water, let it hold its own? What, why does it have to be a racial issue? We're four women of color. Why do you have to be that way about it? Why can't you just be four women that have something that you want to discuss? Why? I'll tell you why. It's coming to you. I know. Think about it. Because they, they have nothing to talk about. So you've got, to, you've got to throw race in there. And if you throw race in there, everybody's ears pop up. Oh, my God, it's a racial issue. No, it's not. There's no racial issue at all. They're four idiots. You heard it here. I call all four of them, the squad, idiots. They're not the mob squad. They're idiots. I have to agree with you. They are. They, they've humiliated themselves. And you know what? It hasn't really bothered me that much at all because they're humiliating the Democratic Party. Nancy Pelosi and her group are no longer the face of the Democratic Party. The squad is. The squad. They just seem so hateful. They're just, they're, That's they're right. not like, for preaching the love and uniting that I want us, we want to see happen. We have to have. They're more dividing than the presidents, they say, is. They want to divide. If they really wanted to accomplish something, they have the one person in office, the one president, who actually would sit down and listen to them. For sure. If they had a legitimate complaint, a legitimate gripe, 
Donald Trump would listen to them. He will cross that party line. That Absolutely. Man, he is this a, is the thing. The negotiator. With, with Trump, you don't have a partisan. Okay? What do I mean by that? He's really not a Republican, and he's not a Democrat. He's a humanitarian. That's right. And that's why we put him in office, because we know that. Now, yeah, he's run under the Republican ticket. Get that. And he agrees with the, some of the Republican things. He agrees with some of the Democratic things and disagrees with but this is the Democrats' chance with a president this like this. Is why he's there. That's right. To get it, get get some things That's done right. instead of attacking him. Just come in nice, say nice things about him and go in, this, hey, let's we talk. We had a great thing. This he's is a great why guy. the people of America Stuff put gets him done. in office. Because we wanted somebody that knows how to run a business. Because America is like a business. Give him a chance. Yeah, he's doing work it. with them. They won't work with him. They just fight him. These, these women knew that if they came out and said, we're the squad, four women of color, that they would get national attention, and they did. They did. They knew it. If they went and sat down with Trump, their problems would be resolved, and they wouldn't get any national attention. And they would solve those problems. He would help. Sure he would. If, they, a if they had a legitimate he a great right. man, and they portray him as this asshole, and he comes across and does his thing. I love when he comes out and does his, you're fired, and he's an asshole. But on the inside... He's a nice guy. He has a, a port. I do this, and then on the side, okay, what do you guys need? Okay, I'll sign the check. Okay, he holds prayer you. meetings before he's a a super nice him and his guy. cabinet do anything. He has a meditation period. That's Why do you do that? I'll tell you why. To calm everybody down. Let's all just meditate for a minute, say he's a prayer. He's so smart. They just portray him as it's so sad that he, he everyone, you hear something, and that's what their, their impression him, of him is. And you don't even know him. And if you did, it's you would know what I'm telling you is true. He puts on this persona and then has art. What do you guys need? Okay. Go get whatever you guys need. Take care of her, too. He's a lovely man. And that's why they, they dig for trash and they just... They get try. Trying. Come on. He would take the squad out to dinner and have a serious yeah. talk with them if they wanted to. That's right. You know, he... He's just the type of person that is approachable. For Christ's sake, he showed Macaulay Culkin where the front desk is in Home Alone. Come on, wake up. I love that. I do, too. I, I, I'm going to watch that movie when we're done. I love that. Just to see Trump. That's my favorite scene, is when Trump gets asked, where's the lobby? They should be respecting the president of our country in the first place, and in the second place, not just going with that media. And the, the media, shame on the Democrats and the media for fighting like this and not helping us just all unite when that president really wants to make America great. Yeah. All of America, the white, media black, has, Spanish, Asian, whoever's here, you're here. You're in the Super Bowl. We're all in the Super Bowl. The media has so much power and so much control over things, and they use it in such a horrible way. It's it's. All of the major media channels or outlets that you can get the news from, they don't give you news and let you make up your mind. They actually tell you what you're supposed to think. They, they want to make up your mind for you. I can't stand that. You know, this is why I don't spend, I do watch some of it because you got to, you know the old saying, keep your friends close, keep your enemies closer. You got to pay attention to what the other side is, is thinking and doing. But why don't they take their time and use it wisely, and explain things, and then let you make up your mind what you want to believe. You're Just, smarter I'll than Matt. I'll give you an example here. Where in the world is Matt Lauer? Okay? Just recently, not what was it, a year ago or so, Matt Lauer got fired for sexual harassment. He was the one bashing other people that were getting in trouble for sexual harassment. I remember. That was crazy. You know, this is what I'm getting at, is they're one of these that do as I say, not as I do. And if you don't believe me, remember, watch any of those Westerns, and you'll see the, they only have one media outlet, a little news place that they get their media. Whoever tells them that news, that's all the news the little town gets. Whenever someone brings in a little stuff, they get right in that little news. Whoever controlled that little news center controlled everyone's beliefs. And that just That's grew right. and grew and grew. And now we live like Green Day says in that song. One nation being, controlled by the media. You've got to quit being Bang. a zombie just following the trend. Pay, pay attention. I'll tell you something. I just looked Wait, up. Um, if you know Geraldo Rivera. Okay. Geraldo Rivera's name is not Geraldo. It's Gerald. I didn't know. And that. he was called Jerry Rivera when he was a kid. 
he changed it from Gerald to Geraldo to cash in on the Hispanic part of his of his um, great move. Jerry. But, but he was raised more Jewish than, than Spanish. And he's done well. And I'm not making this up. You can research this and find out. But if you go to Snoops, it, it'll say that that's not true because they spelled the name J-E-R-R-Y, which that isn't true. It's G. It's Gerald with a G. Mm, so Snoops is right when they say, no, he's never used the name J-E-R-R-Y. But they don't bother to tell you, well, he didn't use J. But he used G-E-R-R-Y for And that's Jerry. okay. He does a great move. It was a great but, career move for him. Good but, for him. Good well, for him. I, I can't 100% agree with that because he's cheating in line to do it. It's made he's for his career. Well, he's I know. Afraid. He has that, a lifetime That's career. true. It did do he's that running. for him. But he's a cheater to get it done. Mm. You know, he lied. He, he, I don't even think he speaks Spanish. And I know he didn't then. So if he's learned it since then, it's different. He has no Spanish accent whatsoever. Okay, he's raised by, about it. Um, in America, he, yeah, I don't think he speaks Spanish. Yeah, and if he does, he learned it in recent years. He didn't speak it as a child. And his name is not Geraldo, it's Gerald. Gerald. And I can agree with you on that he changed it and look what he did. But he did it on a sly way to cash in on that minority status because they were looking for Asians, Hispanics, sure. blacks to, to do different things, which but is a good thing. Cash in their minority stuff. It's a good thing. People. But why did he have to change his name? Why can't he just be on Jerry Rivera? You know, I am Hispanic. Wow, that's kind of boring. Yeah. Let's lie and cheat because yeah, that's going into a media field. I'm going to let, let Geraldo slide. I'm yeah. not going to watch Jerry, Jerry Rivera at all. But I love Geraldo. You're right. That was a good move. I like Geraldo's name. Yeah. Geraldo. Uh, He's the only Geraldo you know. He raped Bette Midler. I don't like him. I don't know. Of course, it's kind of hard to rape Bette Midler. (laughs) She gives it up so willingly. You know, I had the hots for her, and she did for me, too. Mm. She sang the rose to me. Oh, on that note. Is time up already? Looks like it. My God, it goes fast. It moves faster and faster every time. I know you'd like to hear more. How could you not? We have so much more to tell you. Well, sadly, time has run out for this episode. I know, I know, you'd like to hear more, and I'd like to tell you more, and I've got lots to talk about. However, fear not, we'll be back with another exciting episode of Rocks and Stones, where we discuss what interests us and you. After all, inquiring minds want to know. So bye for now, and keep this in mind. You've been Trump! Let's go! Let's go! Yo, we're talking about the KRC Kick Rocks crew. Yeah, coming from the 4 row double motherfucking seven. I wake up in the morning and all I wanna do is kick, kick rocks. With the Kick Rocks crew, and if you're stepping up to me and you don't know what to do, kick, kick a rock rocks. to me and I kick it back straight to you. Take your time. Take your breath, take aim, and try to pass this test. Ain't no point in kicking rocks if you're high and depressed. Be alive, 